Pittsburgh Steeler fans, this is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you with the new BTSC Game Day podcast, Last Minute Thoughts, on the game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cincinnati Bengals in week one of the 2022 season. Ooh, this is just a nice little last minute thoughts of of what's going on between the Steelers and Bengals to get ready for this matchup today at 1 p.m. Bottom line is, this is it. This is the, the, the regular season starts now. This is time for the speculation to be over. This is when every play and every second and everything counts going right here. These wins and losses matter, and that's, that's what happens. That's week one of the NFL season. Uh, boy, I don't, I don't know if you could tell, but I'm excited for this game to kick off. Make sure that you realize that this game is at 1 p.m. Pittsburgh time. It is on CBS. It is being shown throughout a large portion of the United States. If you're not sure, if you're getting the game in your area, there is an article at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com right now, Sunday morning, that has the distribution map as to whether or not the game would be available in your area. Also, we have a How to Watch article as well, which can tell you other ways to be able to tune into this game, listen to this game, um, follow it online, anything you can to make sure that you don't miss out on all the action. So make sure you're checking out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for that information if you need it. The line on this game has not changed since the schedule came out in May. Well, I mean, if it changed, it it changed for such a small amount of time that I didn't even see it. Like I say, I don't sit there and stare at the line ever since May, but it's still what it was when the schedule came out, and that is that the Bengals are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The over-under is 44. This is courtesy of DraftKings. That is the line for this game. So can the Steelers, you know, it's one thing to cover. That's great whenever you're talking about betting, but guess what? They really need to win this game more than anything. Uh, Just to give you an update on the injury report for this week, the Steelers, as the week went on, things were, uh, they were all right. When it started off on Wednesday, it was, you know, Deontay Johnson was limited with his shoulder, and so was Marcus Allen with his hamstring that kept him out the preseason. But there was the good news of Alex Highsmith practicing fully, Montrevis Adams was practicing fully. Basically, anyone they didn't have to put on IR was practicing other than those two players. Thursday brought some concerns. Cam Hayward ended up on the injury report, but that didn't matter. It was just um, a it, the first day they said it, it said coach's decision. When they put it back out the next day, it said not injury-related slash resting player. So I don't know if that was another one of those uh, clerical errors. <laughs> they did actually have one on Wednesday because they initially uh, listed Marcus Allen as a defensive back, and they changed it to a linebacker within 20 minutes, but – yeah, there are other clerical error that had everyone buzzing. They couldn't fix it for 19 and a quarter hours. But let's not get into that because the other problem with the with the injury report on Thursday was Chuksakorafor showed up or he didn't practice on Thursday with a back injury. He came out on Friday after practice, says, I'm fine, everything's good to go. When the practice report came out, he was right. Oh, I, I forgot that Deontay Johnson was limited again on Thursday, but he, they added an injury of cramps. Apparently it was a cramping issue that had him miss any time or he would have been fine. Marcus Allen was back. But as I said with Chooks of Korofor, he said he was ready to go. Deontay Johnson said he was ready to go. The injury report comes out. 
and they were all ready to go. Every player that was on there, full participant, all 53 players and the 16-man practice squad, every player practiced full capacity on Friday. No injury status for the Pittsburgh Steelers when it came to the Bengals. They have uh, tight end Devin Asiasi. He is ruled out with a quad injury. Tight end Mitchell Wilcox is questionable with an ankle injury. And wide receiver Trent Taylor is questionable with a hamstring. I did not see any news about the Bengals, if they elevated anyone from the practice squad. But honestly, it's not a big deal. The Steelers did not elevate anyone from their practice squad for this game, or did they have any change in injury status that has to be all completed by 4 p.m.? Um on Saturday because everyone's healthy. It made sense that they didn't bring up any players. If you got to bring up a player when everybody's healthy, then you're really doing something different with your 53 to start the season. It's not out of the out of the realm of possibility if you felt that a player wasn't ready that you needed to keep on your 53. Um, but that's not the case with the Steelers. They're rolling into it. The only question now is at 11.30 a.m. Pittsburgh time on Sunday, who will be the five players that make up the inactive list. Um, you'll, you'll end up with a quarterback, which you know we assume to be Mason Rudolph. You're going to probably end up with an offensive lineman, probably a defensive lineman, maybe a wide receiver because it's hard to dress six of them, um, maybe an inside linebacker. We'll have to wait and see then of exactly what is going on. So moving on here, things to look for in this game, all right? And I'm going to kind of bring this in with my X Factor. The X Factor article will be available before the game at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Jeff Hartman picks an X Factor. I pick an X Factor with me. The biggest thing going into this line is this, or this line. This game is the Steelers' offensive line. The offense being able to do anything is going to rely on the offensive line. That's first and foremost. Okay. Hey, can Najee Harris get going run of the ball? Offensive line's got to do something where he's not getting hit in the backfield all the time. Hey, how will Mitch Trubisky do with quarterback? Offensive line's got to be able to protect him so he can actually set his feet and be able to throw and make reads and not be running for his life. So that's why the offensive line, to me, is the biggest X factor. Now, the, the offensive line could play fine and could play great. Then those other things have to happen as well. But to me, that's where it starts. If this line can put it together, I, I'm really excited with what the Steelers could do. So that's my my X factor, especially on offense. On defense, you know, the X factor could be uh, kind of worried about it, or oh, they could make a big difference. How much can TJ Watt disrupt this this offense? Can TJ Watt just wreak havoc uh, on the Bengals' offense like we've seen him wreak havoc against other teams? TJ Watt did not play in the first matchup against the Bengals last year, and I don't even look back at the second matchup because that one was just ugly to even know what was going on there. But I, I want to see some TJ Watt. Also want to see how the inside linebackers do, the Steelers' defensive line, if they're you know back and healthy and see what, what they can do. There's just so many things and so many unknowns going into this game. And this is, it, yes, it's one game out of 17. And half the league is going to start 1-0, and the other half is going to start 0-1. And there's going to be teams that start 1-0 that don't make the postseason, and there's going to be teams that start 0-1 that will make the postseason. But the reason this one's even a little bit more important is it's an AFC North game. Do you want to, the Steelers going to want to get behind in that AFC North race right off the bat, you know, starting off at, at 0-1? Or are they going to go ahead and say, hey, we're in this. We're right here. We've already got a division game under our belt if they can be 1-0 after this week. So that makes this one a little bit more 
Okay, this is the first time the Steelers and Cincinnati Bengals have ever faced off in week one in the history of the, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They faced off against the Cincinnati Reds back in the 40s, but that, that was not the Bengals franchise. So it's a, it's going to be interesting to see how this goes, especially with, you know, the Steelers. They kind of got a hand it to them last year with them, with the Bengals. But the key with there is they also did not do a very good job of taking care of the football. The Steelers need to hang in there to at least stay even, if not win the turnover battle, in order to stay in this game as well. So those are all a bunch of factors. So, so my final thought about this game Take care of the football. Take care of the football. Good things will happen. That's that's really all the Steelers uh, can look to do right now as much as anything. Hey, make sure you're checking out all of our podcasts here on the Behind the Steel Curtain network of podcasts. Uh, we've got... If you still need some more analysis on the game, we've got shows that were out on Saturday, such as uh, Daniel J. State of the Steelers. We have uh, the Touchdown Under. We still have the Friday Night Six Pack with Tony that was out. These are all things leading up to the game. Make sure you're, you're ready for it. We're going to have a recap of Mike Tomlin's press conference after the game and, of course, our post-game show following the Steelers and Bengals matchup on Sunday. So don't miss it. That's the game. Hopefully you can find some place to be able to watch it. If you're not sure, like I said, check out that coverage map at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. As I always say to close these out, go Steelers! Beat those Bengals.